And there it is. Kenny Pickett gets the call from Mike Tomlin. And Kenny Pickett was so very stoked to get that call. Kenny, what's up? Hey, what, what you doing tonight, man? Y'all, y'all watching TV? What y'all got going on? Uh, hey, hey, you ready? You ready to come back to Oakland? <laughs> hey, we're about to make you a Pittsburgh Steeler, brother. Congratulations to you and your family, um, bro. We're excited to have you, man. Uh, this is awesome. How about you? Are you as stoked as Kenny? Are you stoked at all? Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into baseball and or hockey. I also offer Daily Shots of Pirates and Penguins where you found this. All of the headlines on this particular day will be about football. My goodness. Who saw something that should have been that obvious coming? That's one question that needs to be addressed, maybe over the course of time. Who likes the Steelers getting picket at number 20 overall, not having to move up, not risking moving down, and Pickett, in fact, coming in as he'd correctly and somewhat boldly predicted a couple of weeks ago as QB1 in this class. Malik Willis, nowhere to be found in this first round. And just, wow. You know, the draft, the first round of the draft comes with such an electric feel in general, regardless of where you are. I was at the Steelers headquarters, and obviously there's a little bit of an extra vibe there. But it's fun. It's emotional. And in this case, it's a really, really good emotion. I've been at this job for a long time, and it's easy to get jaded, believe me. I don't criticize the people who do. I work really hard to try to avoid it myself because you're covering a lot of the same things year after year after year. This, I'm sorry, last night was different. It just was. You saw Pickett completely breaking down when he got that phone call from Mike Tomlin. He couldn't even pick his head up from between his knees, trembling and sobbing. And it just, it makes you think about all the draft evaluations and it makes you think about all the the mocks and the experts, uh, pretend or real, and all of the different rankings. And in this case, last night, all the trades and the movement and the big names that switched cities. A.J. Brown, Hollywood Brown. And when there's a moment like that, something that's just that perfect, I'm just going to speak for myself here. I I feel kind of stupid, to be honest with you. I feel kind of stupid just having looked at everything so coldly 
for all these weeks and months, and they did this, and they took that guy to dinner, and you see it all come down to just that. You remember that between that scene and the one the Steelers put out later in the evening of Tomlin's giddiness like a child as he went to pick up the phone to call Pickett, which the Steelers did, by the way, in a matter of seconds from the time New Orleans' pick was official at number 19, that that's actually what everything's all about. That's what organized sports are all about. Great, great moment. Now, was it a great pick? This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how you'd prefer to do that studying, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, maybe a flexible hybrid format would work best for you. Find out more about all of this at pointpark.edu. Great pick or not, the easy Lazy, convenient answer, the morning after the draft is, we'll know in a couple of years, or we'll know in X number of years. Well, actually, Pickett, we're probably going to know sooner rather than later. Yeah, he's in a competition now, or so declared to both Tomlin and Kevin Colbert, that he's going to be battling it out, according to them, with both Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph, though I really imagine there's a chance Rudolph's going to get traded now. But the other thing to realize here is that Pickett's 24 years old. He's supposed to be advanced. He's supposed to be plug-and-play. This was a multi-year starter at Pitt, someone who achieved a lot at the university, somebody who took the Panthers, let's be blunt here, haven't exactly been the most storied program in recent decades, to an ACC championship that a lot of people thought was never going to be possible whenever that school went to that conference. So when the Steelers say that he's special, as Colbert did, that's nice praise, but it's referring to potential. When the Steelers say that he's there to compete, Immediately for the starting job, they're acknowledging that he has advanced, that he has improved markedly in his time at Pitt. Observers here of the Panthers program can attest to that. No one was all that wild about Kenny Pickett around here, even just a couple years ago. But then he worked and worked and worked, and his work ethic is uh, famous throughout that building, including the Steelers' side of it. On the south side, he made himself better. And that is what's going to get him to the next level. And I can appreciate all of that. I can applaud all of that. It's just awesome. All of it. At the same time, it doesn't answer that question, which is, did the Steelers make the right pick? Did they legitimately take the best player available or the best quarterback available? Because once the first 19 went by, they could have any quarterback they wanted. The fact that they acted as quickly as they did to get Pickett leaves no doubt that they're telling the truth that this was the best quarterback in their minds. And that their surprise at Pickett 
not having already been picked, was genuine. It's not something that they made up. I'm sure they really thought that he wasn't going to be around. We've got a lot of time in the weeks and the months to come to go over this. And really, when you're talking about a quarterback, it's years. You know, these debates go on forever. All I've got at this early juncture is to offer this much. I had, throughout this process, the Steelers' collective backs as it related to getting the quarterback that they wanted if they felt strongly about him. If that came across, if they behaved in such a way, seem and feel more convincing. The fact is, those guys know way more about these prospects than any of us ever could. And if they're that into them, whether that was going to be Pickett or Willis or any other quarterback or really any other player, depending on who else might have fallen, who would have been on their radar, I was going to give that benefit of the doubt. This, this played out on some other scale. This played out in a way that you could see, feel, and hear the emotion from the head coach and the general manager, both inside and outside later on via video press room. They are ecstatic to have Pickett. And the only recommendation I'd give to anybody were they to ask as to how they should feel today, the quality of this pick is to ask themselves first, how do the Steelers feel about it and why? When we come back, just one question. for just one question and that's brought to you always on this program by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garvin, Kelly and George, LGKG they represent people who are hurt in car accidents who need assistance with workers comp and medical malpractice claims the attorneys at LGKG have been designated super lawyers capital S capital L for the past 15 years and yes that is a real thing the super lawyer designation is reserved for the top 5% of all attorneys in Pennsylvania. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. And today's J1Q comes from Dan Brillman, who asks, very simply, so were all of those Malik Willis hints just a ruse? One thing that happens over the course of any sustained storyline, whether it's sports or just general news is that there becomes a blur in the public's mind as to how much is being generated by the reporters or in TV's case, the anchor people or talk show hosts or whatever, and how much actually emanates from the source of the subject. So the first thing I'd say back then is what Willis hints did the Steelers throw? Really? What Willis hints 
came from the mouths of Tomlin or Colbert at any point in the process. They went to his pro day. They went to everybody's pro day. They met with his parents outside and talked to them. I'm sure they met with everybody's parents. Took them to dinner. Also took Desmond Ritter to dinner in Cincinnati. They did it with a bunch of guys. They were, and I used this term tons of times over the past few weeks, doing their diligence. They were going over every quarterback out there, and then some, as a pretext, I thought, to taking Willis and making sure that if and when they do get Willis, they weren't getting the second best of the rest. Now, you'll also recall, if you're a regular listener to the show, that I didn't mention Pickett all that much. I did a full episode on him a couple of weeks ago. But even then, the thrust of it was that I didn't think he was going to be there. And I'm not the GM to say that afterward the way a lot of GMs do because they want to go, oh, can't believe so-and-so fell like this and that. And most everybody does that. But realistically, if you saw this broadcast and you saw these talking heads and then you saw social media and all of the various draftniks from the biggest names to the routine bloggers, there was a lot of surprise expressed that no quarterbacks were taken. And in fact, it's something that hadn't happened in the NFL, a quarterback falling that far in more than 30 years. You can call that an indictment of the quarterback class, and you could probably come up with a pretty good case to support that. I could also point to the first five picks of the draft being defensive guys so that when the Carolina Panthers, who we've also been talking about for weeks and months here, got to that pick, theirs at number six, they could have had anybody they wanted on the offensive side of the football where they really need the most help, and they took the best offensive tackle from a tremendous offensive tackle class. They couldn't pass that up. So the quarterback position just gradually started to fall. New Orleans was a wild card in this. Detroit was a wild card in this. We saw where they went. We saw to an extent why they went the way they did. And so the quarterbacks kept falling, and there were the Steelers. And there was Pickett, a player that I believe that they believed they really shouldn't even have had to do much work on, not just because he was right next door, because he wasn't supposed to be there. And that, Dan, doesn't mean that they went and you know participated in some sort of elaborate ruse or dropped hints about Willis. They never mentioned Willis by name, not once. Nor did they drop hints to suggest that they were talking about Willis whenever they would praise something or someone within the quarterback class. Enough out of me on this special day. Here, Here's... A little bit more of what Colbert had to say about Pickett and why he was taken. Kenny's just a mature, um, even-keeled guy. Uh, a lot of times, like when we're studying the quarterbacks, no, we not only watch them 
on the field, but we watch them off the field. When they come off, how they huddle with their teammates, how they interact with their coaches, how they conduct media interviews. Uh, we talked to Kenny about how he's going to handle this in this market because he's going from a, a University of Pittsburgh great to a potential Steeler great, but it'll be different for him. He won't be a college player any longer. He'll be a professional and there'll be different expectations, but we feel that the maturity that he displayed on and off the field will help him in that endeavor. And now here's a little more from Tomlin about why Pickett was taken. You know, we, we talked about his high floor and the high floor was because of the intangibles, but uh, intangibles, but also the anticipation and the pro accuracy um, were, were, were very obvious and consistent when studying his tape. One day, Pittsburgh, give it one day. I know how people react to these things. Everything is spur of the moment or it's based on how they felt 24 hours earlier or how they felt two months ago or a year ago. Give it one day. You eventually came around to giving Mitch Trubisky a chance, right? Right? At least that's the sense I got. This kid you know a little bit better. Give him a chance. I appreciate the question, Dan. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. And I'll remind you that this show will not take this coming weekend off. There will be Daily Shots coming both Saturday and Sunday to keep up with the rest of the Steelers draft. 